Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Uh, welcome everybody to another episode <laughs> of Brandy and Coke. Anyway, um, my name's Luke. As always, I'm joined by OKB regulars. Matt, how are you doing, Matt? Uh, yeah, well, not so bad. good. good. <laughs> and ex Legion United starlet <laughs> Simon Johnson. How are you doing, Simon? How are you, boys? You all right? So, mate, yes, how are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Good, good. So, first things first. Um, nil, nil, draw, ball draw, really. But it wasn't. I mean, for me, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a ball draw, was it? It was. There, there was. There was plenty of stuff going on. Um, probably could have performed. I think attacking wise, a little bit better. Um, but other than that, you, I mean, I, I tweeted out earlier. You can't really be upset or angry with five points from our last three games. Um, as I said, the, the attack left a little bit to be desired, Simon. What? Why do you think we look so clueless today in terms of our attacking formation? Do you think we were trying to d- defend too much? I think um, I think definitely um, looked a lot more resilient defensively. Uh, maybe that had a part to play. Um, but you know, I, I hate to say this, but I don't like them for obvious reasons. But I think you have to give United credit to that. I thought they defended really, really well. Um, Wait a minute! What did you just call them? I assume you meant Leeds. Let me just stop you from there. <laughs> Let me just stop you right there. <laughs> Go on, I've given you an out there. I assume you meant Leeds United. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, yeah, I think you've got to. I think you've got to give um, the score credit for the. There we go. There we go. You've got to give them credit for the the way they um, defend. I think they was well aware of. Of what these threat, threats were going forward, and um, I think the marshal does quite well. To be fair, yeah, I completely agree. I think I think they neutralised our 
our our attack down the wings quite well. I don't know if you noticed that we sometimes play those sort of triangle passes around their wingers to get forward up the pitch. They they sort of push their wing backs up to neutralise that. So we I felt we um, we struggled with that a little bit, and I think that that, that as I said neutralised a lot of our attack, attacking options. Um, but yeah, defensively outstanding. We've almost sort of flipped reversed on the first half of the season in that. We were free scoring uh, and conceded a lot of goals at the start of the season. Whereas now we probably look a lot tighter and less leaky, but we're we're almost struggling, struggling to get the the, the, the opportunities. Um, yeah, Gilly, what what do you make of it then? Let's let's hear your part. I've seen a couple of your tweets go out while the game was on and, and, and <laughs> half time and stuff. So so let's let's get your thoughts. Out, out, what where did it go right and where did it go wrong? Um. So just while you were getting a beer, Simon and I were talking uh, just just before we went live, and, and I think um, he, uh, he made a point about the defenses being on top of the, in in the game, and I think that that's fair. Um, I think when you get right down to it, it, from an attacking perspective, nobody really got on top today, and I think the defenses won out. And if you look at um, the man of the match performances that that we were putting forward, you know, we're looking at Felix, we're looking at Lorente. Um, it, it, again, it's not. It's not that that glittering attack that that we were used to early on in the season, but at the same time, I personally I've seen this point made. This is this is not this is not just my thinking, um, and I'm not taking credit for it. But Bielsa's kind of changed the, the approach d- during the season, and it was made um, early on today about you know from a, a perspective of looking at the first half of the season to the second half, we're not as free flowing in attack, but we're more savvy in defence, and I think that that's quite a big deal because. You know, we weren't get, we weren't picking up any draws, and if you look at what we've done against all the so-called super league sides, we, you know, we haven't been beaten at home by any of the five that we've played, and I think that's a big deal. And, and you, you definitely you would have taken that against those sides that have spent all of that money, and we're a newly promoted team, and I think that that's a big deal. But they've definitely got more savvy. If you look at the way that um, we played against Chelsea and we played against the Scum early on in the season, we were a bit naive. Uh, we were going man for man, but you know they were slipping a man too easily, and then they were just in, uh, and they were running freely at us, both of them. And you know there were none of that today. Um, so you know, is it as 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 champagne football as it was early on in the season? Maybe not, but at the same time, we're not getting beat, and that, that's that's a pretty big deal. Against, yeah. You know, against sides that have spent hundreds of millions of pounds, and you know we haven't been in that position. So yeah, you take it. Of course you will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm five five points. If you did give me, if you offer me five points uh, at the start of April before we start, before we faced uh, City away, uh, I would have been out of snapshot on enough. And I actually predicted five points. I don't know if you remember. And I forget who was in the conversation, but it was on one of the pods, and we said, "What do we actually expect to get out of these three points? Uh, these three games? <laughs> <laughs> five points out of three points. Five points, <laughs> that. Five points out of three <laughs> games is some sort of new fucking record, isn't it? <laughs> um, so." So, yeah, I said five points, but I think I predicted two draws at City and uh, Liverpool, and then a, and then a win at Scum. Uh, but but in either way, man, we can't we cannot be disappointed with those three performances and results uh, as a Leeds fan or as a Leeds player as well. Disappointing at times today. I think I think we we were on the back foot a lot more than we probably expected to be today. I think they closed us down and and almost played us at our own game uh, a little bit. What are your thoughts on that side? Do you think do you think that their, their game plan because Scum don't play like that week in week out? They do, they, they simply just don't pressure uh, put pressure on the back line as much as they did today. Um, do you think that that was a, a tactic uh, Solskjaer had, had adapted to based on the last performance and, and watching us? 
hundred percent. Um, I mean, especially first half, I think they they just didn't want us to get out. They wanted to try and win the ball up as high, high up the pitch as possible because they know that once we get across that halfway line to to attacking third, it, they're going to be a threat and really dangerous. So I, was, I, I just think they was trying to sort of nullify that threat. Um, but uh, I mean, just going back to what what he was saying. I, I was I was one earlier on in the season for for saying they need to try the else needs to try and get more of a balance in, in what he's doing and his, his approach. But my mindset sort of changed because we were so sort of flamboyant going forward and it was exciting and so I just started to embrace that. But looking at the, the last the last few performances, my mindset today flipped again and I'm enjoying the fact that we're defending and, and we're more resilient and we're harder to break down. And I think it's all about progression and I think they can build on that for next season now. So they know that they can defend and once they get numbers back on the ball, it's going to be difficult to break down. And it's just a case of trying to get the balance right so we can defend properly, but we can also be um, more of a threat going forward as well. Yeah, no, I think you're quite right. And and to, just just to sort of point out, nobody's really. I don't, I don't think anybody's touched upon this, but we had our two big summer signings out today. We didn't have no Raf, no Rodrigo, and also our club captain as well. You know, and we've we've, we've matched a super six side uh, and, and gone toe to toe with them for ninety minutes, and more, and more than matched them. Do you know what I mean? We've we've come out of the last three games we've played three of these teams that are going to be super six, and we've we've matched them on the on the field um, with. Limited resources in comparison, you know. You, you look at City's lineup or City's um, City's sub bench, even is probably worth more than Leeds, including the stadium and all the staff that go with it. Um, so, so to say that we've matched them, and, and just to just to sort of uh, sort of extend on what you said there about matching them and building for next season, I think we'll give a, that that league a real good, good go next season. One of the commentators, while I was watching today, mentioned. Um, They've obviously gone all out this season. Do you think they'll be able to do it next season? And the commentator, I, I was watching a different stream to you guys. I wasn't watching it through Sky. I was watching it through DAZN. Um, So it was slightly different than the one that I got to watch. But it was like the other comment, I forget who it was. The other commentator basically said, yeah, why, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they be able to give it a real go next season? They've matched arguably the best three teams in the country uh, over the past three games. Uh, not only matched, but actually probably in stages, been the better side. Gilly? Yeah, I, I I fully agree. And I think if you look at the um uh the, the league table, I think um you know a, a, against some of those sides, we we have dominated some of those teams. And in actual fact, I mean, you know, we, we you can't say that we dominated City, but it was it was ten against twelve um for for large lengths of it. But you know, we have um managed the game well, and that's something that in the championship, we didn't tend to do. We we, we overwhelmed people with that with attacking flair and, and pace and, and power and, and aggression in the tackle and so on. We didn't manage the games well, and I think that that's what comes with experience. Um, and you know that game management piece. If you look at Leeds Rhinos and you look at what Sinfield could do, and the fact that they're missing that now, um, you know we needed that experience, and that that comes with time. And you know they're building it now and and looking for next season. Yeah, all right. We're looking for them to hopefully add a bit of quality. We, you know, uh, an actual left back would be nice. Um, Rodrigo De Paul would be 
wonderful. But, you know, so we're looking to add capable and experienced players, but equally the players that we do. I mean, look at Strike and look at what he's achieved this season. It's just, it's, yeah. it's you know, you, you couldn't expect it. You really couldn't. Um, we've had somebody dive into the... Uh... <laughs> We're not getting him on. No chance. He's not got no clothes on. He's not coming on. I could just see him chuckling away. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, Sorry, um, that, 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 that put me off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you me For anybody who can't see this at the current current time, because we're because we're hosted and we're we're, we're on a on a software. Anybody who wants to join the stream, we put it out earlier for any guests who wanted to come on and say hello and anything. <laughs> anyway, one of the resident, uh, what should we call him, resident idiots, maybe? Can we call you Can we call you that without getting beaten up? Has decided to join without a top on, but we're not going to obviously add him into the stream because we just don't know what might come out of his mouth. So, <laughs> not anything. anything else. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so, I mean... Yeah, given that, I mean, saying that we match, it's too early to talk. I mean, we, we obviously don't know about this, <laughs> what sanctions are going to come from, um, apparently none, uh, from, from UEFA. Um, we've left it obviously too late to push for those European spots, do you think? I think it's too early for us anyway. You know, you look at um, sides, I mean, it's going back some years, but you look at Ipswich with Marcus Stewart and he's got 40-odd goals, I think it was, in, in their first season in and... and they got into Europe and everything just kind of fell away because you know, the, the, the small squad that they had, and we've got the same, can't cope with that demand. Uh, and I think we'd be in a similar position. You know, we, we, we are adding experience, but, you know, we, we don't have the, the bulk of numbers. We know that Bielsa likes to play with a thin squad, but trying to add that in, and it's not just the number of games, it's also the level that they've got to play out week in, week out, and then midweek as well, I think would be really, really tough. Um, so much as I would like to see um, all of those sides punished with you know minus forty five points and see him dogfight it out to see who actually survives. Um, I, I think I think Europe for us is is just a step too far right now. Another, you know, Brad's talked about a five year plan, and I think if you look at that and and, and we build for another twelve to twenty four months, we'll be we'll be ready. I think before that it'd be a bit of a bridge too far for us. Yeah, is that too sensible? Right. It is a bit too sensible because I'm very much I'm very much live for the moment and gung ho, you know. I think if we could if we could if we were offered a place in in Europe, I think the the financial the financial bonuses that come alongside it, I think we could build a real competitive squad. Now I'm not saying we're gonna get into Europe, I'm not saying we're gonna compete in Europe, but what I'm saying is if that opportunity came around, I think we'd grab it with both hands. I don't think we'd shame ourselves. I think Bales has put together, although you say a, a relatively slim line squad in terms of cover for each position. You look at City; they've got they've got two players for every position. We've got one player that can cover two positions or three positions. So we've got yeah. sort of probably one hundred and fifty percent of a squad. They've got sort of two hundred percent of a squad. Um, but no, I mean, if, if if we got into fucking Europe, I'd absolutely buzz off it. I'd love it. I'd be, I, you know, what? I, do you know <laughs> I what? Don't you, know. I, I don't think it is too early. I don't think there's such thing as too early. Look at look at Leicester. Um, so, so yeah. Uh, the other, the other thing that um, that's worth noting today was I think was the was the obvious stop start and and and, and the lack of fluency. Um, to the game that it was quite frustrating I think at times for, for, for a Leeds fan um, and I think that came from from 
from the officials. I don't know what you guys meant of the officials. I was quite quite vocal about it online on Twitter uh, during and after the game. Um, but I thought that was an awful, awful, awful officiating performance. Simon, you've probably you've probably seen far more referee performances than I have. Was it a shit performance, or, or was I just a bit overcritical? Um, so I don't think he helped. I don't think the ref helped um, in any way, shape, or form. Um, but in addition to that, I almost think that that was part of Bielsa's game plan today because we did give a lot of um, sort of people say cheap. We give a lot of cheap free kicks away, but I just felt because of the amount we gave away, um, there was just like stop the the fluidity of, of um, the scum's play. I just felt that was sort of something that they might have violated. Um, so yeah. just just slow the slow the game down, um, a, 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 a opportunity sort of thing. Um, you know, but yeah, I mean, for me, from a personal point of view, I just wanted the game flow a bit more. And do you know what I mean? And like you said um, before, we went live, Luke. You know. Let the game flow, and then if you need to bring it back for any reason, bring it back, you know. Um, but yeah, I do feel like um, the game to slow the game down uh, when out of possession. Mm. No, I think I think you're right. There was there was one point when I think it was Alioski uh, was was free, and the ref uh, the linesman gave gave offside, and he was like, "Let it flow, and, and then give, give 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 the give the offside if it goes offside." And then you saw Erling having to go at. Uh, and the other linesman as well saying uh, you've stopped relying on fucking VAR or something along those lines, I think it was. Um, so, yeah, really, really frustrating performance. I'm sure we'll cover it in in, in a bit more detail, the referee performance with Carl and uh, in off the VAR. Um, so, who, who who stood out? I mean, who, 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 saw, who, who struggled today, do you think, and, and who stood out? I mean, from, from my perspective, I thought, Fred for them was absolutely crap. He's, he's the worst. He's the worst excuse for a footballer ever. It's been a bit Brazilian as well, isn't it? Is he Brazilian that lad? Because he was awful yeah, every time. He, he was. He's not. A, I mean, he should not be playing football for, for for scum. He's not a scum level player. I mean, the, the players they've had over the years, they shouldn't be signing a player like him. But in terms of Leeds performances, we had we had a couple of good performances, but I think a couple of players were off as well. But but before I delve into into what I thought, what about who, who were your sort of outstanding players, Matt? Uh, well, before I get into that, can I just point out that Rocky Junior is a World Cup winner with Brazil? Well, yeah, good point. <laughs> just because they've won a World Cup and just because they're Brazilian, don't mean to come ball. Um, uh, I, 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 I totally thought, agree um, with that. <laughs> uh, I, I thought, you know. Um, Lorente, it's getting a bit of a joke in the group chat, but Lorente had a really good game again. I thought that he steps yeah. out of defence. He, he does step out of defence really well, um, which you know we we needed this season because that's what White used to do last season, and I think he's I think he's he's got that to his game. Um, I thought he played really well, um, but I mean I think Calvin was probably my man of the match with Lorente not far behind him. Um, I think if you if you look at the players, Calvin spoke after the game and and. Um, you know, he he was he was told that um, Fernandez was his man. Uh, I think later on in the game, um, he he pushed forward 
um, and and pick, well, he, he kind of split uh, Fred and Pogba, I think, didn't he, later on? But um, yeah, for the first 65, 70 minutes, it it didn't it didn't seem to have an issue, uh, you know. It, it was it was on the ball. He was he was playing the ball, and uh, it was marking his man, and he was doing it well. And when you think about the way that Fernandez has been able to um, dominate position uh, and uh, the the opposition that he's had this season, I think that that shows just how far he's come. Mm, yeah, no, Carl, I'd, I'd agree. Carl appears to disagree. <laughs> uh, Carl, I think. He's... Yeah, Carl. Carl. I don't know if he's uh, if he's meant to put that in a, in here or if he's chatting to one of his women. Um, but um, but yeah, Simon. What about you? Did, did you think anybody really looked like they were struggling today from Leeds' perspective? Um, I I, I, I don't think. Look, I I love um, I love his appetite for the game, and I, I think he tries really hard all the time. Every time he. I see him play for us. He tries really hard. I just don't think Costa's got the quality we need. Um, mm. I think, uh, uh, you know, I think he's there as a backup, but um, he's failing himself in the team at the moment. I just don't, I don't think he's got the quality we need. Um, we spoke about, um, oh God, mine's gone blank. Not Bamford. Winger. Roberts? No, Roberts. Sorry, Robert, sorry. Yeah, mine just went blank. I think I put these Budweiser down. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, again, I know he's very young. Robert is very, very young um, and he's still got learning to do. He has some lovely touches, uh, but at some point, at some point, he's got to, he's got to add the end product to his game. Um, you know, as it is... I know he's not, you know, we've been calling for him to, to get his goal and, and that sort of thing. But, he, you know, at the end of the day, you just on what you do on the pitch and you can't keep going through games and, and having big moments and big chances and, and not scoring. So I just thought, I think we're a little bit light up top. Um, probably the player that stood out for me a little bit today was um, Alien. And I don't know if you remember on, on previous talks that we've had um I, I said that i don't think he's quite got it he's, he's quite got enough to go back to international level i've seen something slightly different today everything he was doing was really efficient and and good he was doing everything to a really good level and uh maybe think twice about that comment that i made just apart from his um his outside foot pass near the end of the game i don't know if you caught that <laughs> oh, that was pretty uh, bad wasn't <laughs> it? He, 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 yeah he nearly said that oh, you know, but for the rest of his performance, I can I can let him away with that. But I thought he I thought he was today. To be fair, yeah, I, th- I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought I thought um, from my perspective, I, I thought Dallas had a relatively quiet game. Although he put himself about a bit by his standards, I think because he set them so high now, and and everyone sort of expects him to to, to be pushing for man of the match every game. Uh, I don't know whether that's because he was sort of more isolated because. Calvin was was sitting a lot deeper than he would have he would have done usually because he was man marking Fernandez who was probably pulling him pulling him back in, further into the slot. Um, so Dallas was sort of probably a little bit more not neutralised but isolated maybe in the middle of the field. Um, I thought both our wingers struggled. I thought Jack Harrison had a relatively poor game, uh, but also also Costa. Um, I thought Costa was, was yeah he's 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 not. At our level, uh, when you look at the level we're trying to be at, I don't think. Um, and 
Although at the start of the season he, he showed some glimpses of great, some good glimpses actually, some some good form as well. Um, you look at him and you compare him to we usually playing out there in Rafinha, and they're levels apart, absolute levels apart. Yeah, um, I think I think Mike, you're right with that. But you know what you've also got to bear in mind is anybody that was signed now, and it pretty much doesn't matter who it is. People are realistic anyway. It doesn't matter who it is that we sign; they're going to be behind Rafinha. So, are you going to sign somebody at the next level yeah. Yeah. from from Costa to try and bring somebody yeah. in to, to make the squad better, knowing no, that they're not yeah. going to get in front of him? So, it's a difficult balance there. You know, Roberts is another one where you know he's he's been hit. I think he's still only twenty two, but he's been hit and miss, and he's been asked to play a different role. You know, he's played on the wing before, he's played up front before. I, I don't know if he'd ever tried um, for a long period, at least, playing in that 8-10 role that he's being asked to do now. So he's still developing as a footballer. And, and you know, we, we have seen you know, he's not for stepped sure. up the way that I'd hoped that he would, but but he, he has he has made improvements. And he's, he, he is still a young man, but are, are we going to go and sign somebody else yeah, to replace right, him? Right. You know, we're in, that, we're in that situation where you've got to be really realistic about your signings because they know that they're not going to get in if everybody's fit. Mm-hmm. Who's going to sign yeah. knowing, knowing yeah. that? So, you know, we, we do need to be realistic. And if we sold Roberts for, what, 10 million at most, it's going to cost us more than double that to replace him in the squad. Good point. Good point. But I think, yeah. I think, yeah. that, goes, I think that goes back to your point about um, where do we want to be and what do we want to be challenging for? If we want to be challenging for, for Europe and playing in Europe regularly... We need that. That's what we do need. We need two players of a similar calibre, look at like like you like your Manchester Cities, to be able to rotate them. Yeah, you know, we just don't stay. rotate, do we? <laughs> that's, no, that's, no, I, I, that's what I mean. I mean, Bielsa would probably have to have two separate squads uh, to do that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He'd have he'd have Leeds A and Leeds B, uh, and they'd be literally opposite squads. <laughs> but um, but uh, but yeah, I mean. Bamford put a lot of. Put, I mean, he put he puts the shift in every week. I would love to know how far he run today. To be fair, um, just in terms of of, of his pre- pressuring, doesn't get. Just saying, just seeing Mike P's uh, tweet or message there saying, he, lots of running with little service. Exactly that. He, he can't score a goal without the ball at his feet, you know. But he's yeah. putting the shifts in. He's working hard for the team. And this time last season, if if Bamford had been doing that, it'd have been getting thrown under the bus for not scoring. But I think people have now started to appreciate what he brings to the team and what he brings to the squad and, and the selflessness running and his and his and his, and his work rate that, that he does put in that that frees up the certain areas and and and, and more uh sort of more, I suppose more more freedom for the midfielders and you know, conserves their energy a little bit more because they're not they're not putting pressure on the back line as much as they probably need to because because he's done it all. So uh, so yeah, for me, yeah, not not yeah. a bad performance, not a bad performance at all. I don't think there was anybody had a stinker. There was no no real outstanding players other than obvious your obvious Phillips who who man marked uh, Fernandez out of the game pretty much and uh, and Lorenti as well. I'd agree with who, who brought the ball out well and, and defended very well. Um, so yeah, I I, I I do think that um, even though we kind of um, made some oh what's up. Have you gone? I think so. I still, I've just got audio now. <laughs> no, you're still there. We can see you. Right. Okay. <laughs> I've only got audio. Everything. Oh no, we're, we're back. Yeah. We're back. 
We're all right. We're back. I can, I can, um, I can see you. Yeah, I was just about to say. Um, I, I, I do think, even though we've we've made some comments on it, I do think we've been too lenient on the refereeing performance. I think he was absolutely shy, uh, to the point where you know the, the, there were people on on Twitter that, that that have said you know it does feel like bias because we tend to moan a lot, but the refereeing performances are just getting worse and worse and worse. And you you look at. Um, so it, yeah, all right. It was unlucky. Ailing slipped. Um, you could see that his his foot went from under him, and his studs went in turf. And yeah, all right. He, he, he clattered Rashford. Rashford were offside, by the way, in in this in this uh, scenario. That one given, and that's when he started kicking off at Lino. So he slipped into a tackle. Yeah, all right. He's caught his man. Free kick. Fair enough. If you're not going to give the the offside, yeah, okay. Free kick. Is that a booking? Seems a bit much, especially when Rashford screams that much, but then ten seconds later is running around again. That that pisses yeah. me off. Um, Roberts got booked for a tackle that wasn't even a free kick it was a cracking tackle and this yeah. is the bit when I mentioned to you before Simon in build up when I was saying about it, we're almost on the verge of outlawing a, a, a tackle it, it's just it it feels wrong um, and you know the, the Shaw Shaw handball you know regardless of whether you think that should be a handball or not because personally I don't think it should there are other handball decisions given that, that are that are just completely crazy. You know, you look at Callum Wilson yesterday when he's through on goal. Keeper um, gets gets a touch on the ball. It bounces up. It's it's Wilson and and uh, he puts it away. He's he's half a yard away. Elbow, wasn't it? It's on yeah. his elbow, and he can't and even he, move his arm anywhere. And his his arms are in at his body, and he's half a yard away from the contact on the keeper with the ball. There's no way he can get out of the way. Now, sure, it's it's what eight, nine, maybe ten yards before it gets to him. His arm's out away from his body. Now, it's not in an unnatural position. I'm not saying it is. I don't think that should be handball. But if you're giving the Wilson one, you, you've, you've got to hang John quarter Shaw. Never mind send him off and give a penalty. It's just, it's completely, it's ludicrous. And the point that you made before, well, Luke, about having consistency in, in, in VAR is if you've got 15, 20, however many people making those decisions, you're always going to see the inconsistencies. It needs to be a small number of people that works together because otherwise, I mean, to be fair, for me, I think it should be fucked off completely. Don't don't have faceless people sat down in Stockley Park making these decisions that uh, then gets their name out there because Mike Dean loves being in limelight. Fuck all of that off. Put somebody in the stadium. Fourth official is watching the screen or fifth official, if the fourth official is doing a different job, Looking at that screen, goes, hey, mate, come and have a look at this. If there's something gone wrong, referee goes over, fine. They're in the stadium. They're in the game. You know it is. You know that they're there. But I think that you that we have to have some accountability from them. I think they should be mic'd. We ought to hear. I mean, I'm not... Yeah. I'm just no, yeah, I'm just yeah. pissing myself off. We ought to no, be able no, to hear right. the decision making process because <laughs> you, you can in exactly rugby, right. you can in cricket. Exactly just, that. They're not accountable for these stupid decisions that they're making. It works in rugby league. It works in rugby union. It works in cricket. It doesn't work in football because they're trying to be different. They're trying to make it too perfect. There has to still be an element of doubt and yeah. an element of, an element of. So I suppose giving benefit of the doubt as well. Sometimes with these offsides that are literally a, a fucking cat's knacker air offside. Do you know there has to be some giving that because there's no way that them lines from. 30 metres in the sky can prove that that is, that is offside. No. Regardless of how many lines they draw, the trigonometry fucking degrees that they've all got, or what, I don't care. No. That is not that is not the way it needs to work. There needs to be some some flexibility. There needs to be some accountability. 
Uh, and ultimately, they, it just needs fucking off, basically. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. And, and you know, it it doesn't really matter where you fall down on it because at this point in time, whether you, whether you think that there's there's value to it or not, it's ruining the game. Because if you know, oh, there's a goal gone in. I'm going to wait 30 seconds to a minute before I celebrate just in case to chalk it off. Where's yeah. the passion gone? We're taking tackles out at game and you can't celebrate yeah. a fucking goal. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What about what about the just just going on just going on tackles? Um just going in on about tackles. What did you make of that one yesterday? Where where he's kicked the ball? It was at West Ham or, oh. or Villa, I can't remember. He's kicked <laughs> the fucking ball and because his studs have gone up, he's sent him off. He sent him off for kicking the fucking ball. <laughs> wait, wait, it, it won't ball to anyone, it. I can't remember who it was. It was definitely it was definitely somebody a claret and and oh who it, was it? It it was it was it was it were um again against Chelsea. No, it can't have been Chelsea, can it? Yeah, they're playing now. It was it was against Chelsea. It was Chilwell. It was on Chilwell. Yeah, whoever it was, it was. attacking the Chilwell. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, so yeah, yeah, and, and there were a conversation that were. Um, it, <laughs> I say Chelsea are playing now. It's because they're playing game on telly here. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it, yeah, no, it was. Um, and and yeah, I, I do. I think it's ludicrous. And and yeah, Cooper was sent off, regardless of where you think he should have been or not. Cooper was sent off the same weekend. Tarkowski kicked somebody in the face. No foul. Yeah, and um, we've just had a comment. Stream is dead. Can everyone hear us all right? Just somebody pop a comment in the box for us, please, because uh, otherwise we're just talking knackers to each other. Um, we've just got uh, somebody join as well, James Bradley. I'm not sure who James is, but well, let's get him in and uh, and see what his point of view is, if nobody minds. Don't no, know who go he is. for it. I'll just have a anything, look anything could happen here. Here we go. Carl's invited me in. <laughs> How are we doing, James? All right? Very well. Yourself? Yeah, good. Thanks for asking. What do you make of that, then? Yeah, right. So at the beginning of April, I was, you know, I was dead I was set on that. We won't get a point. You know, these teams, you know, top world-class teams, and we've got five. Exactly. Five points in April. I just can't get over it. Can't get over it. Buzzing. Are you buzzing? buzzing. Absolutely buzzing. 22-year yeah. uh, season to get older. And honestly, the football we're playing at the moment is just amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So I kind of... It's a good... It's a good time to be a Leeds fan, James, isn't it, to be definitely, fair? Definitely. You know, I've been there. I've been Yeovil away. You know, I remember going, like, watching Leeds in the Champions League, then four years later going to places like Yeovil, etc. And now, look at us now. It's unbelievable. We said we'd be back, didn't we, James? We did. We did. <laughs> it just time. You know what? We did it properly. We did it properly. Made it entertaining. And then, yeah. Agreed. And I oh, think I think it. we're going we're going through a real special transition. So I say transition. It's been going now since Bielsa's here. So we're probably at, we're probably in well 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 in the transition. But we're going through a, spe a special period at Leeds that we need to really sit and watch because it's not going to last forever with Bielsa. Mm -hmm. And as much as it breaks my heart to say that, we need to really sit and enjoy this because when he goes, things will might change and things might not be as rosy. So we really need to enjoy the football that we're playing. That you know, the, well, that's the, what I respect. Well, he's building the youth. He's building that youth squad. He's spending a lot of money on the youth team. Where you know, in the summer, a lot of people like we're focusing too much on the youth. I think that it's the right thing to do because he's having that influence on them. So when he does go, you know, they're ready. Really, 
Yeah. I mean, some of the some of the young kids with Bart are amazing. That Geldart, you know, you look at some of them and you just think, two three years time they're going to be top class. Really, absolutely. Somerville as well. I was I, I was half expecting him to come on today when Costa went off injured. Uh, well, I was really nice saw him on the bench. You know, I was like, because I've heard some really good things. I've seen videos of him. He looks class at Somerville. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it looks like we're having some difficulties with um, with YouTube, uh, apparently, according to to Matt. So uh, yeah, if you if people can hear us or see us, you're better off joining through through Periscope for now. Um, but yeah, James, what did you make of of uh, in terms of individuals' performances today? Was there anybody who you thought shone? Uh, anybody that struggled? So Bamford had a quiet one, but yeah. Yeah, I was his biggest critic before this season, and I've said it to everybody, you know. I was the first one to start literally just giving him a lot of jip. But this season is, you know, has an amazing season. But um, for me, I thought Ailing did really well. You know, he got stuck in. Um, Alioski, I think, has gone a bit quiet. And I think since all the speculation started, personally. Yeah. I still think he's put a shift in, though. Do you not think? He's done a shift in. But I, think I just he's think who, who wouldn't let you down in a fight, you know what I mean? If you were scrapping with your mates on Westgate in Wakefield, um, then you know that Alioski would be the first person jumping on somebody's back and biting them on the back of neck or something like 100%. that. 100%. But I thought, um, you know, he, he made a few mistakes, but I thought Dallas had a good game, really. He was getting stuck in. He was he, he tried his hardest. He was trying to get in there, just made a few mistakes, really. But I, I just yeah, think it's a team effort today. They've done well. The defence, I thought, were brilliant. You know, yeah, we, I, we, we were saying just before you came on, James, actually, to uh, to Simon uh, that um, that we've almost flipped reversed our our not a philosophy, but our outlook on when we're playing the big teams. The first time we played them all, we went gung ho for a you know for a, for a win, and we, we we obviously couldn't match them for for class and and yeah. and skill and whatnot. But but this time we've played them, we've almost been a little bit more reserved, and we can you can tell they've been working on the defensive shape and. And what to expect from these teams with with Fernandez trying to pull KP out of position and, and, and whatever yeah. else. Um, and I think we've I think we've, we've we've sort of reacted to that really really well as a, as a team. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, I think our defence literally at the beginning of the season, you know, typical Leeds for the last few years, you know, very shaky. But I thought they did brilliantly today. The yeah, last three games, I thought they've been fantastic. You know, yeah. Laurenti, I think he's brilliant. Yeah, he's he's no. going to be. I mean, somebody put in the, one of the groups that we're in earlier. He's going to be world class. He's already world class. He's playing for oh. Spain. You know what I mean? So, he's already. He, world class. Cock, he's already... he made a big difference, Robin Cock. You know, he's a big lad. You know, he's strong, but he's got speed as well. Yeah. So I do yeah, like I Robin look, Cock as well. So you know, I look, I'll, I'll, I look forward to having a full squad. Where oh, you know, yeah. the, looking forward to who does he pick? Where does he, who plays? Where I, I think we're in for an interesting summer as well. Uh, I think there may be one or two outgoings and things, but in terms of in terms of the performance today, you can't really knock any any of the players who even who started or even who came on. Um, no. Question coming for you, James. Um, what do you think of Harrison's performance over the last couple of games? This season, I think Harrison's been great. Right, so beginning of the season, I was thinking, you know, that's a steal. If we can get him for ten million, like they're saying it's going to be, you know. But the last few games, yeah, it's just, I don't know, he's making a lot of errors. He's not getting stuck in as much as he was before. Yeah. I don't know. I'm... He'll be on the fence with him or... 
I just think he, I don't know. I think he's one of them hit or miss. He'll either have a really good game or he'll have a poor game. Yeah. Do you think he had a lot think, to do? But well, sorry, sorry, Gilly, go on. I, I was just about to say, you know, he, he, he had to be dropped out. He wasn't eligible to play against City, and coming back yeah. in, he, he, he's been a little bit off the boil. I just wonder if um, if that's if that's a factor. Probably. Possibly, I think I think today he's neutralised really well by uh, by Scum. I think I think they neutralised our wings really well. Uh, I said before that we're used to playing little triangle passes round round their round their wide players. Mm. Um, but Scum didn't give us that opportunity. They sort of pushed their wing backs up when we had, when we were in possession. So any of that those players couldn't couldn't really come off, uh, which didn't free up a lot of space for for Harrison or Costa, which didn't help them. But um, I don't think Costa's Costa's at, at our level anyway in, in terms of moving forward. No. Um, who you was you? That, but he probably created our best chance. Thing, though, you remember that, that ball that flashed that, across. Good point. Another yeah. thing you got to think about as well is look at the money Scum have spent. Right, I'm sorry, it's ridiculous. And then players that were on the pitch, 75% of our team were in the championship last season. Yeah, yeah. And then we and you've got Cavani, you've got Pogba, and all that. And, it, and literally, yeah. what did they do? Like, I just yeah. like, you know, that's what right, right. right. it's proven to the whole of the Premier League. You don't need to spend 150 million in the summer on these big names. You know, they're, they're only there to sell shirts. Yeah. You know, you look at the Leeds squad, it's just amazing. But you, I mean, but you, but you based today's performance. We didn't, we didn't have, we didn't have Rodrigo or Rafinha, our two big, big summer signings. Neither of them played or, or, or Cooper. So we're without mm. as club captain and, and, and arguably our, our best two players in terms of skill levels anyway. Um, right then, one more thing before we let you shoot off, James. I just want to know, uh, where, where we go from here. Do we push on for Europe this season? Is it too early? Or do you think we just finish comfortably top half and build over the summer for a bigger push next season? To be honest, I'll be happy just staying above Arsenal. I think that's just an <laughs> achievement in itself. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Let's go for it. You know, we're yeah, we look good at the moment. Teams, yeah. you can tell the fear us, but it might be a big ask to Europe. If we get it here, we'll all be dancing, won't we? But you know what? I'm just happy. Just keep on doing what we're doing at the moment. And if we finish above Arsenal, I know enough Arsenal fans where I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, James, yeah, I'm 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 on your I'm in your camp. If we can get into Europe, um then, then I'll be it. Uh but but yeah, we're not in any rush, do you know what I mean? If we can finish top half this season and have another season uh, under BL, so at least another season, I sort so there's talk another talk of two, but um but yeah, really, really happy with that. Uh James, you've been an absolute fantastic guest. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll, Cheers, we'll, definitely having you back. we'll definitely be having, Cheers, having you back at some point. Yeah. Cheers, lads. Cheers. Take care, mate. Right, what do you think of that then? Good yeah. guest, wasn't he? Thanks, thanks, Cal, for uh, for sending James over. Uh, really optimistic guest. Good, good talk. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, I was just seeing that. I think this might have been aimed for him, so we'll have to we'll have to field this one. But there's a question just dropped in. Talk about right. Arsenal Costa. What do you think of Pervader on the on the wing? Um, I'll let you talk. What yeah, think? I, I think I think he's looked really lively when uh, he's when he's been coming off the bench. I think he's been an absolute steal from uh, from City. Did we pay a million pound for him or something like that? I'm not, I, I don't remember how much we paid. It, was, uh, it, it wasn't what it's worth more. now. <laughs> No, um, but I think I think, yeah, I think he was unlucky. He had a bad injury earlier on in the season when he was coming into a bit of form um, and getting a bit of a chance. But but I I would 
I mean, I would potentially look at potentially starting him over 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 Costa, uh, maybe in the next game, giving him a bit of a run out. We're obviously safe. I mean, there's no point even sort of mentioning or discussing that. But why not give him, who's a who's potentially a fringe player uh, at the moment, uh, give him give him ninety minutes, see how he gets on against. Is it Brighton next, isn't it? It um, is. Yeah. Well, a different against... question then. Rafinha is fit. I'm mm-hmm. guessing he. I, I mean, for me, Rafinha plays every game is available for. Yeah, I just love yeah, watching him. Um, yeah. Perveda over Costa, you've already said, but who starts on the other wing if Rafinha starts? Well, I think uh, Perveda and Rafinha both play on the right-hand side favourably. So I think Jack, Jackie has to start left wing. I think I think he'll come back into form. He's, he is a form player. He's one yeah. of those who he'll have a couple of quiet games. He'll still run his run his socks off and run, run you know run all day. Um, but I think against a team like Brighton is a game where he's probably going to come alive and be a little bit more electric and dynamic, and we can potentially, uh, yeah. I think, I think, I think you you start in wingers in in this club uh, at the moment. You you got to look at Raf and 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 Jack Harrison for me. What about you? Yeah, no, I I, I agree with you. I, I, you know, um, I. Um... I do rate Jackie. You know, there's still people questioning whether we should sign him or not. And and for oh, no, what, absolutely 10, 11 million? For me, that's even, that's it's a no-brainer. Even if we sign a world-class left winger through the summer, which I know we're probably not looking at, even if we were to, for 10, 11 million, 11 million, I think his buyout clause is now, I think it was seven in last summer or eight, you would still buy him as a backup yeah. winger, wouldn't you? For 10, yeah. 11 million. And you could sell him um, next season for twenty. I'm I'm absolutely sure of it. It's probably worth that now. If we bought yeah. it for eleven, we could probably flog him on and literally just just for double that. Yeah, um, I, I I I think so. So you know, I I I, I think you're right. Raf and Jackie, are, are the the starting wingers, uh, they they've made the spots their own, haven't they? Um, I think if they're unavailable, you know, Perveda for me, he's he's putting himself in a position where he's third choice. Um, yeah. And I think you're right. I think he is ahead of of, um, uh, of Costa, but you know he he, he is only uh, only a young man, isn't he? And he's um, he's, he's lightweight, and he kind of he needs to learn that. Uh, he's he's great on the ball, and he's he's got a his pass on him as well. Just and needs that work, doesn't it? He does, product. but also it's it's a little bit. It seems a bit. He, he gets old man quite a bit. He's got to learn that yeah. guy as well. You know, he's he's got yeah. the guy of being at a beater man, but be, you know, he gets levered off the ball and and so on. So that that'll come with experience. He's a good player, and you know, I'm looking forward to what he can do. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. We've had uh, another question. Yeah, you've you've seen that from from Brent. Uh, I think we touched upon it briefly. Are we still pushing for a points deduction for the big six potential European football next season? Um, from I mean, we've, we've probably argued this for me. Yeah, let's go for it. Uh, are you away for it? I think I could be wrong, and it might. And I'm not sure the legitimacy of the uh, of the, the the release that I saw, but I think that they're uh, they're not pushing for any points deductions or European expulsion from what I've seen. Uh, don't know much else about it. Uh, it's just a couple of, of of articles that I've seen online. I don't know if you've seen anything additional, Gilly. Seferin said that they're going to. Um, so um, I think he's a, the chair of the the um, of, of UEFA at the moment, the chief exec. Um, right. So he he says that they're looking for harsh punishment uh, because of the potential impact that they would have had on the game. 
what that actually transpires to be is 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 uh, is an, an entirely different question. Will it be points deductions? Will it be uh, a temporary ban from Europe? You look at you know the the frustration that, that I think we all feel when uh, fans of the big six and uh, the pundits and commenta- commentators are, are, are saying, "Don't don't um, punish the fans because it's not the fans doing." It, it wasn't the fans doing when we got a minus ten and then a minus fifteen. As you pointed out, there were there were there were even bigger uh, sanctions against other clubs. Um, so you know, it, it's it's never the fans. And any time you punish a club no. at all, it affects the fans. You can't give yeah. a punishment against a club that doesn't impact the fans. But be that monetary, you know, a financial um, uh, uh, sanction against a club affects the amount of money that the owners can spend on the club. Of course it does. <laughs> stopping them being able to sign new players means that you don't get to see new players and you don't get to sign new players and you don't get to uh, improve the, the, the squad level. Banning them from Europe means they can't see them in Europe. It always impacts the fans. This is a yeah. crazy, I nonsensical don't, argument. I don't think, that, I don't think they're, they're big enough sanctions. I don't think a, a transfer embargo and a fine is enough. I think that... I think Chelsea took the, the piss out of their embargo. Yeah, they'll, they'll take it on the chin and, and and do something similar again in a couple of years' time with a little bit more oomph. Um, and yeah, I think I think there has to be far more serious sanctions to stop them even considering doing it again uh, for me. But European football, possibly Brent is the answer to your question. Um, and I don't think it'll be a moment too soon. Imagine being out of the big time 16 years, everybody fucking hates us. We come back in our first season and then we get European football because the big six decided to fucking dick around. How good would that be? Do you know what beautiful. I mean? It'll be absolutely Um A <laughs> couple more things, Jay Cartier. Uh, do you think the result might have been different today with Rafinha available? And did anybody else worry his absence against Liverpool was transfer-related? Transfer-related, absolutely not. He's, uh, he's, it's his first season. Um, did result different? Well, it could have been. It could have been. Uh, I don't think... There's an argument to say that it brings that additional spark and they may have stood a little bit off him, but... Can one man win a game? Possibly. Would he have won it? Maybe. Well, Probably he is a match winner, but but I, I guess you know that change. You know, it changes their mindset. It's almost like saying, you know, can you see into the future? Isn't it? Um, we don't. We don't know what would have happened. Certainly, the game would have had a different feel. I would have been a lot more confident in the last twenty minutes that we were going to be able to do something based on what he did against City. The you know, the fact that he can relieve the pressure. It means that there's not yeah. as much pressure on Jackie Allison on the other wing. It brings an extra dynamism to the team. We know that he can pick a pass when he gets into a dangerous position. So, yeah, it, 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 the game itself would have felt different had he been on the pitch. Would mm-hmm. he have? You know, would he have made enough of a difference for their mindset to? You know, it could have gone other way with him on the pitch. We could have lost because yeah. their mindset yeah. changes because they know that they've got danger against them. So, you yeah, know, yeah. It, yeah. You, you, you can't really. It really, yeah. would have been different. It would have made a difference. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we could say that he'd uh, he, we'd, we'd have won or, or lost based on that. Um, Facebook user, sorry, oh. just quickly, Gilly. Uh, <laughs> why is that not coming up? Sorry, I disagree with Harrison. He's too hit and miss for me. I think we could use Pervedi and Rafinha on the wings. Interesting. I think long term, yeah. I don't think Pervedi is ready. He's, uh, it's his first season playing... Um, even I mean, he didn't even play a championship standard. He's been he's been pretty much in City's academy for 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 forever. Um, and then uh, for he didn't probably play enough last season. So what? 
I don't know what you're basing that on, but yeah, he certainly shows, shows showed glimpses of, of class. Will he work as hard as Harrison? Have we seen him play uh, 90 minutes at a time and, and, you know, get forward and back? Possibly, possibly not. Uh, I'm sure Bielsa wouldn't play him if he didn't think he was good enough, but um, interesting take. I don't know what you, what do you make of that? Um, well, do you know what his background is? Did you, Have you seen the clubs that he's been at? Yeah, he's... he's is he not? Did he not come from uh, Colombia? Well, we, we he 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 was in the academy at Chelsea, um, and he was part of that group with um, Rhys James and um, Ryan Brewster, and he, he, they were coming through there. Arsenal right. poached him from there. Uh, Barca poached him from there, um, and then. Um, uh, Barca got into um, uh, into hot water for signing young players um, right. and, and approaching young, promising players without um, without the the right paperwork or, or, or they were approaching them in, in the wrong manner and they were tapping them up and that sort of thing. Um, so he left under under a bit of a cloud and joined Brentford, um, and then Man City picked him up from there. So it, I, you know he's had a very coloured, uh, you know, very. very patchwork approach to life yeah, given yeah. on how, how young a player he is at the moment um but you know he's, he's one of those where you can see there's obvious talent but that obvious talent right now is raw um and for me i get the the hot and cold with jackie harrison but that's mostly based on his output and his end end product yeah. he is yeah. he, he, we know that he's got a wonderful first touch and that first touch yeah. can get us out of bother a lot um, and and he will yeah, he is a workhorse. He will work up and down that wing. He knows um, that that he's going to be uh, pushing back the the, the full backs. Uh, you, you, I think you made an interesting point early on that actually Scum's full backs pushed on so far to us that our wingers had a, a real difficulty getting into the game. Quite often, sides won't chance that against us. And and our wingers actually pushed back the defence. Uh, we weren't able to do that today, and that that really impacted the creativity in the final third. Um, but you know, we, we know that Jack is in a position where he's been in Bielsa's team for 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 a long enough period now to know the role inside out and to be a good outlet for us. I think Pervera's still got to add that to his game. He's got the talent. It's just about yeah. building up that knowledge of the game, the positional sense, understanding where madness behind him in the left back position is going to be is a big deal because mm. you know we, we spoke about how how much of a positive impact Dallas behind Jackie Allison has. Um Alioski is just a bit of a Tasmanian devil. He's pervaded going to be able to read what he's about to do. You know, that's that's <laughs> another another thing that, that Jackie's got to bear in mind is he's got he's got this madness behind him that, that could do anything next. Um, so yeah, I think for from for, for my perspective, I, I'm still I'm still landing on Jackie, but I do rate Pavida. I'm not knocking him at all. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a cracking he's, little he's, player. He's got obvious class and he, the step overs and then, the, but the ball's almost glued to his feet in it. You know, he, he, he's, he's he's got that he's got that something special about him. Um, and yeah, I, I certainly see it in the future. But for now, uh, definitely Jackie's Jackie's ahead because we know what Jackie can bring. Um, Lorente is a beast. Hey, you don't have to tell us we are big Lorente <laughs> fans. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple, there's a couple on the pod that probably don't rate him as highly as, as Matt and I, but uh, but yeah, big Lorente fans here. Um, and another point Mike made with regard to apart from Lorente, uh, we're a championship side. I don't like using that terminology, Mike, because we're we're a Premier League team now. Uh, we were a Did championship. You say were? Side. <laughs> 
Yeah, we were a championship side, actually. Yeah, good point. Um, with Perverda coming on and had 323s with Meslier and Struik. Um, their subs who came on were worth more than our entire 11. Well, yeah. Pogba alone was probably worth more than our 11 today, in fairness. Um, and Derek again, Perverda needs to start. Let's see what he can do for five minutes. Why not? Why not? Um, I don't think. I don't think Costa's warranted a start for the next game at at, uh, at Brighton. And if Rafinha's still out, why not? Why not give him a shot? Uh, we're obviously not Marcelo Bielsa, so we can't tell him what to do. Uh, although he's my best mate, so I'll I'll, uh, I'll drop him a coffee <laughs> off there and see what can, see what we can do. Um, if there's nothing else, I think we'll just summarise and, and wrap up, Matt. I do want to go watch a bit of this uh, this this cup, cup final that started half hour or so ago. Um, Thanks, guys. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Uh, yeah, just a comment that's yeah. coming from Facebook there. Thanks, guys. Love you, honest doing talking about our team. Yeah, you know, that that's that's. I, I think that's that's what we need to do. We need to be honest about about you know shortcomings, but uh, celebrate the good bits as well. So that's 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 nice feedback. Thank you very much. Yeah, perfect. Uh, so yeah, just to summarise, basically, uh, all proud of the squad, proud of the team as we. Um, as we move forward, uh, we've we've obviously got a lot to look forward to. It's a great great position to be in as a lead fan. Uh, we've just drawn with with the scum um, when on paper we probably should have been beaten again five six two or whatever it was. So uh, shit refereeing performance, decent lads performance. Let's get pissed. Enjoy the rest of your weekends. That's it. Cheers. Have a good Cheers. one, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. 
For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent Legion United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Barati and Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.